Hi everyone, welcome back once again to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast, offering you a forward look at what you can expect to hear from our Knowledge Group webcast. And on this particular episode, we're going to be joined by our panel on the September 27th webcast, kicking things off at 3 p.m. Eastern and lasting for an hour. We'll be talking about ITC litigation and enforcement, recent legal issues and compliance strategies explored. The panel for this webcast consists of Cyrus Freelingheisen and Tony Pisano. Without further ado, we'll turn things over to our speakers. My name is Tony Pisano. I'm a principal in the New York offices of the law firm Offit Kerman. I have tried numerous patent infringement cases in both the federal district courts and ITC Section 337 investigations across a diverse range of industries for over 30 years. I've obtained both injunctions in the federal district courts and exclusion and cease and desist orders in the ITC for my clients. I'm a past president 2009 of the ITC Trial Lawyers Association. The topic I will address in the September 27th CLE webcast on ITC litigation and enforcement is the political pendulum relating to the enforcement of Fran encumbered standard essential patents, which I will refer to as SEPs for short. I began lecturing and speaking on this topic in 2014, following the Obama administration's issuance of a policy on remedies for SEPs subject to voluntary Fran commitments on January 8, 2013. And shortly thereafter, under this policy, the Obama administration's US Trade Representative for the first time since 1987 disapproved the ITC's issuance of exclusion and cease and desist orders enforcing Fran encumbered SEPs in the Samsung versus Apple Electronic Devices ITC investigation 337-794. My presentation will address the changed policies relating to the enforcement of Fran encumbered SEPs that have been issued by the Obama administration, the Trump administration, and the Biden administration, resembling the motion of a pendulum, aptly defined by Webster's Dictionary as a state of affairs that alternates between opposites. I will also address the current status of controlling precedent relating to the enforcement of Fran encumbered SEPs in the federal circuit and ITC, and point out that moving forward, the policy relating to Fran encumbered SEPs should facilitate and not hinder the incentive for innovation afforded by strong IP rights for the benefit of the U.S. economy. To achieve this, the policy should not focus solely on holdout, should not limit remedies, including injunctive relief and royalties available to SEP holders or innovators, and should not apply antitrust law to address SEP holders or innovators enforcement of Fran encumbered SEPs. Such an approach will not stifle innovation as would the threat of antitrust damages. I will also provide two procedural proposals, one for the ITC and the other for federal district court disputes involving enforcement of Fran encumbered SEPs that embrace a balanced approach considering both hold up and hold out and provide a safe harbor from antitrust liability. Thank you, and I look forward to the webcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Cyrus Freelingheisen. I'm an attorney with the firm Greenberg Traurig based in Washington, DC. Greenberg Traurig is an international law firm with over 2,400 attorneys in 43 locations in the United States, Europe, Latin America, Asia, and the Middle East. 
Uh, Greenberg Traurig's intellectual property and technology practice has more than 200 full-time IP attorneys and professionals serving clients across the U.S. and around the world. The focus of my practice is Section 337 litigation before the U.S. International Trade Commission, which I've been doing for roughly 15 years now. I've been involved in all phases of Section 337 proceedings on behalf of both complainants and respondents. The investigations I've worked on have involved a variety of claims, including patent, trademark, and trade secrets, as well as a variety of technologies, including footwear, LED bulbs, solar equipment, uh, telecommunications equipment, mobile devices, semiconductors, and pharmaceuticals. And for the upcoming webcast, I will cover three main topics. First, I will talk about some recent changes and trends and developments at the ITC over the last year or so. That includes changes to the bench, given that multiple administrative law judges have retired or left the commission and, and others have joined. It also includes the discussion of the commission's interim initial determination program that was announced earlier this year and the utilization of that program thus far. And it also includes a review of recent case trends at the ITC and some statistics related to Section 337 investigations. Second, I plan to talk about recent developments in Section 337's domestic industry requirement. The ITC requires that a complainant show that it has a domestic industry in the U.S. protected by its intellectual property. And the case law related to the domestic industry requirement has been evolving recently as the ITC grapples with the application of its so-called mere importer test. And then finally, I will discuss developments related to the four so-called public interest factors that the commission is required to consider before it issues any remedial orders. Uh, when the ITC finds there's been a violation of Section 337, it can issue an exclusion order or a cease and desist order. But before it does so, it must consider the effect of the orders on public health and welfare in the United States, competitive conditions in the United States, the production of like or directly competitive products in the U.S., as well as U.S. consumers. And over the last year or so, based on the public interest factors, the ITC has tailored its release in multiple investigations. So we'll take a look at these cases and what happened there. And that's it. I look forward to the webcast and hope that you can join us. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget, more information about this webcast can be found in our description box below along with a link to take you to the full agenda for the program on September 27th. We hope you can join us at 3 p.m. Eastern or register to get a copy of the recording if your calendar is full. However you choose to listen, we hope to see you there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Take care and bye for now.